0: Welcome back to Maximum Desire. Tonight we're going to be talking again to an attorney and former NFL pro, Craig and Marcus. And this is part three. I've shared before the recording was originally done on Zoom. It's going to sound a little different than normal. I'm so glad you tuned in tonight. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. Because I really enjoy these two gentlemen, and I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Hi, I'm Jeannie, the host of Maximum Desire. Have you lost your desire for intimacy and connection? It wasn't that long ago I lost my confidence and desire for intimacy and connection. After high medical bills and no answers, I went on a journey to find solutions. I've been married over 30 years and overcame my challenges through research and a lot of hard work. I created this podcast to help you ignite the desire and passion for intimacy more confident in and out of the bedroom. Now, if this is you, you've come to the right place. Now let's get started. Why men struggle with sharing their feelings. I'm going to share a little bit about myself real quick is I'm married to an introvert and I've been married 35 years. I've spent 35 years trying to pull information out of him and he doesn't like sharing his feelings. I'm going to be really vulnerable with you too, so that you can be vulnerable with us. Sometimes, when my husband does open up, I don't really know what to do with those emotions. And it scares me sometimes because he doesn't share them. And I think he's strong and tough and the silent type. I might go so far to say that maybe I'm really selfish in sharing my feelings and feel that maybe my feelings are more important than his, which is not true, but in my behavior and my action. So, I want to throw that out to both of you to share why is it difficult for men to share their feelings and we'll go from there
1: what women don't realize is we're so used to no men don't cry men don't show emotions we always keep it balled in so when we tell somebody that vulnerability is worse than some dude going outside streaking naked down the street he can care less about that but telling somebody's deep dark secret that's really a vulnerable spot for a man and the thing with females females don't realize that Yes, y'all have that ability to have that point of my feelings because y'all are female. Y'all are full of estrogen. Estrogen produces, relies heavily on emotion. So y'all are emotional beings. So y'all can care less about men's feelings. It's not, I say by 6% of it, it's not your fault. So when a female becomes that emotional and uses that conversation you had with her to go against you to validate her feelings instead of your feelings I' say almost like a lack of respect because we rely more on respect than love because anybody can love us nobody can respect us. So when we get hit with that vulnerability, attack with uh, emotional argument whatnot it really hits home really hits hard like I said our emotions are so in the tight so when it gets invaded like that. You know, you're talking about trust, you're talking about our respect. It's like it goes in the limbo.
0: Ooh, Craig.
2: Um, so my my perspective is probably influenced by my state in life. So I'm, I'm in my mid-40s, been married for 20 years. I have nine children. You know, as I was thinking about this, for me at least, a major objective of my life is I take seriously the desire to be a provider for my wife and our children I feel my job is to carry burdens <laughs> not to give burdens to other people and mm-hmm. so for me sharing my feelings and as sort of as Marcus said you know my wife is you know is going to be more of a, a feelings-based person or emotional person than I am I do not want to add to her burden I want to take her burdens and put them on my shoulders and carry them. That's that just feels like my job. By putting my feelings out there, sometimes it feels like I'm just putting that from my shoulders onto her shoulders and making myself a burden to her. And that psychologically is something that I just not who I am. It feels like, you know, that you are failing in your job as a provider and a protector and a burden carrier. <laughs> And I don't want my wife to be carrying my burdens. I think it's, I would, if I had to, maybe hard if I burden. sat under a microscope and had someone study me, but that's my best, best explanation for why, for me at least, it's hard to share feelings.
1: People need to realize, you know, with a man, your name is everything, you only get one last name. So if people sitting here putting out your deep dark secrets, that means your name's getting tarnished. We make money with our name. We make money in our mindset to provide because that's what we have to do. So when that gets attacked, that's pretty much attacking our character, ourselves as a man.
0: Okay. You said something pretty powerful and that was both of you did. As a woman, I'm an emotional person. And mm-hmm. so that's what's great about men and women, how they can attract because they're different. You said something about respect and love. And Marcus, you said anybody yeah. can, can love you, but not everybody can respect you. So I'd really like you to, to tell me what the difference is between love and respect. I agree with you because when I ask the men, they say they'd rather be respected than loved. I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. So could you two? Try to help us women understand what that means. You can give me one topic and I can go two hours. And I can give you that same topic and you can answer that question in one sentence. I don't know if you can answer it. What does love mean and what does
1: respect mean? Because love is emotional. A female can love you one day, she can hate you the other because it's emotion. The flip side of it with men, why we value respect? because. If you do something that goes against our respect, we feel that it's worse than someone not loving. You can tell me you don't love me one day, but if you still give me respect, I value that more than anything because that tells me that you're still with me. Respect is more of you can go to bed and sell, wake up and still care about that person.
0: So Craig... Do you see it the same way or what's your view on love and respect? My
2: my view is probably a little different. You know, I think that I think love is given, respect is is earned and I think that for me at least as a man, you know, my value, how I value myself is very much related to what kind of value i'm providing to other people to my family to society respect is something that someone doesn't owe me but i've earned it in their eyes i provided something of value i've i've accomplished something and i wonder if that isn't part of it is our desire to not just be someone but to to accomplish something to to make someone else's life better and so when someone respects you you've earned you've earned that from them I think mm-hmm. might be might be what's going on <laughs> I don't know I mean that's that I that I suspect that's what it is for me and probably for a lot of guys
1: that's really what I was saying is because love can be thrown out everywhere respect when someone respects you that that was earned so things can happen and you still have that respect for each other. So, just like irrelevant relationship, you have good days and bad days, but you still hold that respect for each other. So life goes on. And what I was taught with love is kind of different from people because between the fame, even though I was in AFL for longer than I was in the NFL, I still had that fame. People knew me throughout the whole country. People were always like, oh, "I love you." This and this and this. Girls like, oh, I love you, this and this and this. And then as soon as you stop playing football, like for me, my experience, because I wasn't that Hans Ward of Pittsburgh. I wasn't the Brett Ford for Green Bay, the Randall Cunningham for the Eagles. I wasn't no super player. So most players that are like me, we have a good amount of that love, support of me being on that football field. But as soon as I hang that cleats up, as soon as I, I start giving them that entertainment on the football field, their love disappears. I mean, there's a lot of people that used to talk to me on the daily when I was playing ball. And then now, I mean, I lost count how many people stopped talking to me just because I stopped playing ball. And then there's a lot of people that won't talk to me. But as soon as I like post something that's like a memory of football, here they come. Can't comment nothing else or how I'm trying to help people. But you can sure talk about me running around the field. Only somebody at your level ex-
0: probably experiences something like that because yeah. people like myself have no idea.
1: Or yeah. go from people that they don't even know to people that's the closest to you. Craig and I have been married a long time. That mm-hmm. love is we
0: get that. I think I'm not speaking for you, Craig. I can't imagine what that must be like being having these women constantly telling you they love you
1: and how do you ever figure out who truly loves you then you're playing ball so you're established you got money that's one thing that's the biggest thing out there is oh he got money so he can provide he can do this he can do that so yeah a lot of females are gonna go go for it so it's that status but- symbol as well like here i am with this football
0: player. He makes a lot of money. You did sign a contract. I'm not going to discuss the money, but it was a yeah. lot of money Money I've never seen in my life. I hope to see it one day, but I'm not seeing that kind of money. I can't imagine having that kind of money at such a young age. And then wondering who in the world you trust, who around you can you trust with this? And then when it comes to relationships, who do you ever invest in and who do you become vulnerable with? How do you know? that this is the person that you can invest in and she's got the right intentions not alternative intentions. Craig any thoughts from your perspective on this subject? Well I can't relate to <laughs> the fame and yeah me either being uh, being chased by flocks of women. <laughs> so Craig I've never seen anything like it. I've been out with him with my husband and friends. Mm-hmm. I have seen things I've never seen in my entire life and probably never will, only when I'm around Marcus.
1: I witnessed firsthand a woman jumping on him. It was at a party. She turned around, said, hey, she was drunk and she felt that she could just jump on me. And she wrapped herself around his neck, his
0: her legs around him, and just hung yeah. on him. And His arms were all like this. I've never seen anything like that. And I've, I've seen women just flock around him. He says, well, you know, what do you, you know, with my husband and stuff, he goes, gosh, what do you do if these women keep hitting on you? And my husband goes, I don't know. I don't have that problem, Marcus.
1: <laughs> and, and most. I looked at him and he was looking at me like, um, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Are you going to get off or are you going to side off? And she eventually got off and. She did.
0: Yeah. Most men that I know don't have your problems, Marcus. (laughs) And I could ask tons more questions because you're having so many different experiences than than other people in my life. And before I close, I just want to say, you know, Marcus and I are completely opposite. I'm white. He's black. I'm female. He's male. I'm married. He's been married. He's got children that are smaller. Mine are grown. I'm an Stream extrovert. He's an introvert, professional extrovert, yet we still get along great. We still laugh about our differences. We have a great time laughing about our differences, me being a female and him being a male. We have a great time talking about that. I'm not offended. He's not offended when I talk about him being a male and all those fun things. As a listening audience, we're not offended by each other's differences. We celebrate the yeah. differences. I just hope that you've enjoyed this conversation. For those of you that are listening and you need a wellness coach, you know, I'll list all his information below on the show notes. Well, thank you for listening. I sure hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you want to reach out to Marcus, just look below on the show notes and you can reach out to him on Facebook, Instagram, or email. If you have any questions, please reach out to Marcus because he does a great job Responding to his clients on Facebook Instagram or email if you have any questions about coaching the meal plan Again, just reach out to him on social media. He'd be happy to help you. I'll also list Craig Stager's uh, YouTube channel. Please listen. He is fun to listen to also very thought-provoking and the long interview I guess it's about an hour and a half the original interview is on his channel But again, I broke it down to four parts, but I have one more episode to go, but I broke it down for easy listening because there's a lot of information that these men share with all of you. I wanted you to be able to take it in in chunks instead of an hour and a half. And lastly, I'll also list my email address as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. That way more amazing people like yourself can hear this episode. And don't forget to hit that follow button. That way you never miss an episode. I'll meet you right back here tomorrow night. And thank Mm -hmm. you again for listening. Bye now.